happened. Oh, there we are. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I, I didn't think I clicked the right button, but I I guess I did. Did I did? Oh man, what a weekend! What a weekend of basketball! What a weekend of activities! My weekend was busy. Your weekend was not as busy, but still kind of busy. But then, I don't know. Like, we just didn't have time to do these this weekend. Let's just say that. There's too much going on. So we're going to do our best to at least get one done tonight. And then, oh, God, Scotty, what a attention-grubbing man whore. Oh, Danny <laughs> just called me really bad. <laughs> he probably heard me call him a man whore, and he's like, ah, right. Anyway, so, yeah, busy weekend, busy, busy Monday for us both at work. And so yeah. we're going to do our best to get at least one done today. And we have, maybe if we have to do the other one tomorrow, then we have to do the other one tomorrow. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. You know, we're busy bitches, okay? So we are busy <laughs> ladies. We are. All right, so let's get this show on the road. So I did pour myself a little small glass of wine. That's so funny. I feel like every time I drink, you're having water. And then anytime you're having a drink, I'm drinking water. I got my water too, but I figured I'd have a little wine. And my mom got yeah. this cute little. Oh, I like that's cute. That's cute. All right. Well, you're having that. And I'm having, I stole one of my, um, the old man's nutty buddy. Mm. I know. I needed some chocolate. So, mine now, baby. Anyway, <laughs> it is a cold, rainy, gross day in East Texas. Yeah, it's just wet. And it did get sunny a little bit here this afternoon. So, I took Gabby on a walk, which is mm -hmm. very popular, But it's still just like wet. And it, it's not that cold. Like, it's, I, I think it's only like, 50 or something. 54. It just feels, but it feels, it feels colder because it's all wet and gross. Agreed. Agreed. And and then, and then, Jacqueline, we have this impending doom of of possibly another ice storm coming this Wednesday and Thursday or something. And y'all already know, I don't even have to tell you all this. I'm already like stressing out because Thursday is when it's gonna be like the freezing rain and super cold and I'm going to be a neck. So my poor little neighbor kitty is going to be out there cold because I'm not going to be here to bring them inside. Well, don't stress because again, at the end of the day, that is the neighbor's responsibility. But I understand that you, you have that, you have a heart for the cat, but I, know. I mean, maybe, maybe like gently remind them about the impending weather and just being like, Hey, like it would probably behoove you to bring this cat inside. Yeah. They're not gonna, they're not, if they're, I know. I know. I already feel bad for him, but yeah, maybe the, maybe the forecast will change. Uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. I mean, maybe so. Maybe it won't be as bad as like they're saying or, and, or it won't, you know, it may freeze a little bit, but maybe not. <laughs> I don't think it'll be like what it was uh, last no. year. You know, we're not going to have snow on the ground. I mean, if anything, it's who knows. I really don't know what's happening. I didn't even know about this until like earlier today. Because I was just so busy, I didn't even know what the what was up, what was down. So, 
you know, who the hell knows, but we'll, we'll see. We'll just put a pin in it. We have a home game on Thursday, you know, uh, who, who knows what's going to happen between now and then when it comes to weather, it may get worse. It may get better. <laughs> we don't know. So we'll, we'll just see, we'll just see what go, what's going on. Um, <clears throat> okay. So let's, let's get started chitting about the game. So 126 is when we played Seattle U. Uh, obviously that was a Wednesday of last week. You know, uh, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure how I'm liking Jack's after dark. I mean, I'm used to it because Astros are in, you know, the, the league where the division where we have like multiple West coast teams. So I'm kind of used to already staying up late AF watching their games. I don't enjoy it, but I do what you gotta do. Um, but I don't, I, you know, basketball games after dark, especially on a school night, I'm just like. <sighs> I do not like it at all, um, you know, because I'm, I'm used to getting in bed at a decent time. And, like, I was not feeling super well last week. Like, mm-hmm. some kind of tummy issue thing. I think there's, like, a stomach bug going around. Or, anyway, so I was just not feeling good. And I got in bed to watch the game, which was my first mistake. Um and I, I fell asleep before it was over, uh, which I always rewatch it anyway. So that wasn't the biggest deal. But like I, I couldn't, I couldn't make it. It happens, you know. It happens. And on Wednesday night, I was at um, Nat Cosina for trivia, and then I came back and watched the game a little bit at home. And that's pretty much what my night consisted of on Wednesday. And so. Um, Anyway, long story short, Seattle U game wasn't the prettiest. Let's let's just kind of. It was not okay. So let's, let's just I'll, kind of stay that. Yeah. The one good thing is that we had Nigel back. Um, so that was oh, hundred nice. uh, percent. That was one of my first notes. I was like, hell yeah, Nigel's back. Let's go. Um, yeah, we're happy about that. So I'll. For sure. Background. So Seattle University is a private Jesuit university in Seattle, Washington. Um, they are the largest independent university in the Northwest United States with over 7,500 students enrolled in undergraduate and grad programs with eight schools. So that's still pretty small um, mm-hmm. enrollment numbers compared to us. Uh, we have never played them before ever. They were 6-0 and in whack play going into that game. So, um, you know, and we, we had all talked about how they hadn't played any of the big, big guys yet. Um, so we were... Mm-hmm kind of thinking it wasn't going to be as tough as it was. Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) Okay. So our starters were back to our normal starting lineup. Gavin, David, Calvin, Trell, and Nigel. We did lose 70 to 62 and the attendance was 1,621. Yes. We did lose. And, you know, and yes, and we did talk about the fact that no offense to Seattle U, they just hadn't played any of the big dogs in the conference yet, and no offense to the rest of the conference. Like, just saying, it's just speaking facts. Yeah. Um, hadn't 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 played the the biggest teams in the conference as of yet um, until these four games that have are coming up here, and so I, you know, I was hopeful, <laughs> I was optimistic, but. We now know why they have been playing so well. They were good. They were good. They were the, good. 
they fit the bill. They did, you know? So um, yeah, just go ahead and do the stats. Cause yeah. I'm not going to go over the standings cause it's not updated. So it wouldn't make sense. So, yeah. Okay. So we have Sean Kennedy's stat section. Uh, our field goal percentage was 35.8%. Our three point percentage was 26.1. Our free throw percentage was 69.2, which is actually a tad bit higher than our average, I guess. Um, points mm -hmm. we only had 26. Uh, points off turnovers, we only have four. Second chance points, 14. Um, fast break points, we only had three. Uh, <clears throat> bench points, we had 14. I will say our total rebounds, we had 42. We did out-rebound them by 12. Mm -hmm. uh, they only had 30 rebounds. We had 13 offensive and 29 defensive boards. Um, we had 15 fouls. We had 16 turnovers. So in the first half, we already had 10. And I was like, this is. That just not, doesn't bode well for the rest. You know what I mean? It just doesn't. Not on a good trajectory. but I Oh, mean, no. We did cut them down the second half, so that was helpful. Um, they only had eight turnovers. So They had under 10 turnovers? Yeah. Wow. That is really taking good care of the ball. That really is. I'm wow. Really yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Single-digit turnovers are always always good. Um, we had only two steals and only three blocks, which we usually have a lot more in both of those. Um, mm -hmm. Our game leaders, so Gavin did have a double-double with 19 points and almost as many rebounds with 14. Three assists and a block. Um, Calvin had a good scoring game, 12 points, uh, almost double-double because he had nine rebounds. And a seal, and then uh, Trell had 10 points and one rebound. Um, I think he still had his wrist wrapped at that game, so probably still giving him a little trouble, but mm -hmm. uh, got back up there on the leaderboard on points, so that was good. Yeah, no, I, I, I think Trell's wrist probably, I think, is still hurting him a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, 10 points is a good start. He had, you know, three three pointers, so. He's getting there. He, he's coming back slowly. I feel like um, it's hard when you when you injure your your wrist like that, and that's what you use to shoot the ball for God. You know what I mean? Like that's such a big part of of the shot is is your wrist, and so obviously that's going to mess some things up there, and it, it's just it's just going to happen that way, which is unfortunate. Um, so I, I pulled up the stats actually um, that is the overall stats. I just wanted to kind of see where we were really quickly. Um, going, you know, into the, into February here. So, uh, so field goal percentage average, what's your, who do you think has the highest? I think it's day. Wait a minute. What the, okay. All right. Well, this is okay. So, the technically the highest is Jules because <laughs> the homeboy only played three games and he had 60%. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, but actual second hi highest, the actual highest other than that um, is, is probably going to shock you. So, okay, maybe Day's like second or third. I know he's one of the day. Day is day is second. Day is second. Okay. Um, 
Gavin is Gavin is first. Okay. Well, I knew Gavin would yeah. be at the top, but I had remembered during one of the games the announcer said something about Day, and I can remember if it was first or second. So yeah, so Day has uh, about fifty. I'll just round it up to fifty-seven percent field goal, and uh, Gavin has fifty-nine. So pretty much sixty percent. Yeah. Um, what about three-point percentage? Who's going to be your top guy there? For what three-point? Uh huh. Well, for a while, wasn't it Nana? Because I think he only took a few and he made all of them. <laughs> it's Nana. Yeah, Nana at 62%. Um, and then the next highest is, is going to be uh, – no. Oh, uh, no, I actually think it's Calvin. It's Calvin. <laughs> it's Calvin. 44%. It's Calvin. It's Calvin. He's only taken a few as well. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, so it's Calvin, um, and and then it's uh, actually Rati. Um, yeah, I know. Uh, Trell is only at thirty eight percent, but I think that's just because he hasn't. I, I really just because of the the mix, the makes and misses. I feel like yeah, um, so far, but he he's getting back up there. All right, and then uh, last one, free throw percentage. Who do you think has the highest? So David's our highest out of who's playing right now. I think it was Rati before he was out, though. Um, yeah, so Jamel actually has the highest at 100%. Okay. How but many he doesn't he play as much. Huh? How many has he shot total? Like four? Literally two. Oh, two. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but other than that, the next highest is, is going to be Trell. Hmm. That's right. I knew it was real because he shoots like 80-something percent. Yeah, he's at 88% right now. Diego has 80%. Um, and then Day-Day has 76%. And David is at 70%. I'm 69, just round up to 70. So, yeah, just it's about probably almost on par where we are, where we were last year. I would need to go back and look, but, and, and compare, I can do that before the next podcast, but um, you know, it's, it's just interesting to see where we're at overall yeah. um, when it comes to that. It's just interesting. And let's see our total rebound leader. Who do you think it is? Pretty sure it's day. Calvin. Well, uh, nope. No. Mm -mm. Is it Gavin? Mm hmm. Yep. It just doesn't feel like it. But yeah, he's at 151. Um, and then you got Calvin at 124. And then Day is at 120. Okay. Which I mean, yeah, it's it, kind of surprising. Um, but you know what Day is ahead of everybody else on? Well, I guess what I'm thinking, I knew, I knew Gavin, Day, and Calvin were the top three, but I think. Mm -hmm what was sticking out in my mind is that day has the most, if you like compare it to minutes played, you know what I mean? Oh yes. Yeah. If you do that, if you do that for sure. Cause I mean, total, total minutes played so far for, for day is uh, let's see here. Uh, 423 and compared to like, to, to like Gavin, he, he, Gavin has 644. So if you want to do that comparison there, definitely he has a, you know, compared to how he, how much he's played for sure. Yeah. So um, he has a ton. Right, right, right. Day is the the block leader though. I was, okay. Yeah, yeah. Is he's, Calvin next? Uh Calvin is next. Yeah. Day and Calvin. Day has 22. Calvin has 20. And then um 
Actually, Nana is next on his third. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's Jalen. Jalen's third at 16. Up there. I knew yeah, Jalen's Jalen's third at 16, then Nana at 15, and then uh, Gavin at 13. Um, and then in regards to steals, highest on the team in steals is your boy Calvin. Listen, he gets deflections all the time. He really does. He really does. And then you got Trell and then Day. And he's always playing really good defense with those long arms. So he just gets a hand on everything. For sure. No, yeah, for sure. Completely. So, yeah, just interesting to see where we're at. Kind of, like I said, I'll have to go back and compare us to last year and see where we're at. Um, and, again, just kind of see the differences. And But, yeah, just interesting, interesting to see where we're at currently, for sure, when it comes to stats. But, um, so yeah, that, that's the overall stats for the moment and, uh, moving right along into our, into our, um, feats of strength. So obviously, yes, Nigel coming back is a huge, huge help. Um, we were definitely missing him on offense and you could tell with him being back. I mean, obviously he didn't have like a huge game. He scored, he didn't score any points, but that doesn't mean he wasn't out there hustling. He had five rebounds. He had, um, an assist thrown in there. So he was out there doing stuff. It was his first game back. So, I mean, you just got to give him a day or, you know, a game or two to kind of get back into the groove. Yeah. And, and he still really played a lot of minutes because mm-hmm. kind of alluded to him not playing as many minutes. And I didn't think that he would. And he really played almost as many minutes as everyone else, you know? Oh, completely. I wasn't expecting him to play that much at all. And so the fact that he was in there for, um, how many minutes did he play? Let's see. He was in there for 27. Yeah. 27 minutes. That's way more than I thought he would on his first game back. So, um, interesting little, uh, tidbit there. Uh, Jalen, uh, you know how much I love JJP. I mean, he had a nice, he has his games. He has his good games, just like everybody else. This is nothing new here. Um, he had a really nice layup towards the beginning of the game. Um, Calvin had a nice layup in the beginning of the game. Um, Trell had two nice threes, kind of like boom, boom, almost kind of like back to back there. Um, let's see here. I mean, we were fighting. I'm not saying we never really, there was never a moment where I sat there and I was like, man, okay, we're just giving up kind of like rolling over and dying. You know, it felt like the whole game, we actually were in it pretty much, even though we were behind almost the whole game. Um, I will say though, in the second half though, we did outscore them 37 to 33. So it wasn't like we just, again, rolled over and died. We only lost by eight points. It wasn't like we got blown out. It wasn't like we completely just shot the bed. We just got behind in the, in the first half um, a little bit and just couldn't really dig our way out of it too much to be, to get back on top. But I mean, we did outscore them in the second half. So obviously that shows me that we didn't, you know, we didn't pump on the brakes. We literally kept trying. We kept fighting, which I like. Don't give up. Me, lovey. Um, good putback. Day. Hall. Boy. Day. Hall. I. I this man. This so boy. I, I noted for him on this game. I mean, he didn't score a whole lot. Uh, he only scored five. But this game, he played great defense like he had great deflections he was getting into every passing lane possible literally Uh, no absolutely absolutely and I I was I was so pleased watching his defense again like you said he didn't score a lot of points at all which you don't have to be high point to have a good game I'm sorry like you don't all you just don't um but 
yeah, I, w- I was really, really, really impressed with his with his play during that game for sure. Um, let's see here. I mean, we were close multiple times coming back into the game. We had a chance. We had an opportunity. We just didn't capitalize on it, which I feel like is kind of almost like our story of the season. We've had multiple games where we've had ample opportunity to come back in and to at least tie it up and or go ahead. And it just, again, we just didn't capitalize on the opportunities given to us in the, in this game. Um, Let's see. Yeah, that was pretty much all I had written down. I didn't. Put, I didn't write a lot of notes. Not as many as I usually do. But yeah, um, that's kind of like who I. That's all I had for the positives. Well, yeah. Go go off your last note. Uh, like we brought it within because I actually felt like we looked better the first half, which is surprising because we scored outscored them the second half and scored more the second half. But I just felt like we looked better all around. Uh, mm-hmm. The first half, but then at the end, at the minute mark, we brought it within six twice, and then twice. we just kept turning the ball over and letting them score. And so I felt like we were really putting our best foot forward to try to claw back in, and then we like we do one really good thing, and then we couldn't. It, I, I totally, totally agree. I mean, it was almost like you know, uh, one good step forward and then two steps back one good step forward, two steps back. And you just, you can't win like that. You just, you can't, you can't crawl yourself out of the hole like that, if that that's how you're going to continue playing the game. And so, like I said, it wasn't a horrible game, but it wasn't, it wasn't the best game. I wish we would have, you know, not played again. You're right. I don't understand. Like we, we looked decent in the first half, but yeah, we scored more in the second half. I just don't, I don't get that. I don't understand the disconnect there was it just we were playing better defense and 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 creating more chaos in the second half and they didn't score as much meaning Seattle I I don't know like I I don't know what the disconnect there was because you're right like I felt like we did look a little bit more put together yeah yeah like more juice and more energy but yeah I don't know it just didn't it didn't compute yeah, I don't know either um so yeah like I said I mean Jay just played such a great game he was actually my first note on my notes um JJP made a nice big three twice mm-hmm. um, he was looking really good he was two of four from the three-point line uh and like you mentioned on trail he had those two threes like right in a row in the second half looked great I was like okay now we're he's getting back on his shot mm-hmm. the wrist must be feeling better um Mm-hmm. That was nice to see. Uh, Calvin had a really nice like turnaround dunk uh, at the back door that was just really great, and that's pretty much all the like super nice notes that I have. Yeah, no, for sure. And and just just saying this out there, like we know that the Lady Jacks are playing. We, first of all, this was the only time we could do this. A, B, um, this game wasn't originally scheduled, and so it's a Monday. This is just, it's just falling on a, on a bad day. Um, and so I'm trying to even find the, oh, there it is right there. So the we girls are, are up right now, 32 to 30. No, they're yeah. 40. Just 40 to 32. It, 40 to 32. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're up at the moment. Uh, second quarter, or I'm sorry, third quarter, two minutes and 28 minutes, two minutes and 28 seconds left. I can't talk, nor can I count time. Cool. <laughs> So, yeah, we, we checked in the halftime score before we started, and they were down. Um, right. So, you see they're back in the lead now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Win probability has us at 88% at the moment, so that's going good. Hopefully we continue 
moving it on up. Okay. So moving on to, are you done with your good things? Yep. That's all I had. Okay. Just checking before we move down, boo boo. All right. So moving on to the grievances. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. You. You. Okay. So I don't know what in the world was happening in the very beginning of the game, but like within the first, I don't even know. I don't even remember what time it was at, but within that first, like maybe five, 10 minutes, David got injured. Like he was limping off the freaking court. Gavin got injured. He was like limping off the court and I'm sitting there watching the game. Like don't do this to me. It did not look good. I was like, no, the way that they were both like limping off. I'm like, please no Jesus. Like we just got Nigel back. What? We already lost Rati. Let's not yeah. have somebody else limping off. Like, well, no. I was just, I was in, I was freaking out inside. Like I wasn't trying to like freak out, but I was freaking out, but they ended up both coming back and obviously they're okay. And they're fine. Probably just, you know, a stinger or something like that. Something just, you know, little, little, little nudge into the pain department happens, happens. But oh my God, as good as we did look decently look in the first half, there were some like we had so many easy layups that we just didn't make throughout the whole game. But just I wrote it down towards the beginning of the game because that's when I saw it the most. There were just so many layups that were just bad. Uh losing the ball. I mean, we said what? We had how many turnovers? We had 16 turnovers. We had half. Yeah, exactly, exactly, um, to their eight. So we had twice as many turnovers. So that's just peachy keen, jelly bean. Um, we had actually less fouls than they did, which is shocking. But I'm sorry, we had 26 points in the paint. What have we said all season and every season prior to this? We There's no way, and it's very unlikely that we're going to take away the dub if we have anything less than 30s or 40s in our freaking points in the paint. For sure, not less than 30 is not going to cut it for us. It's not going to cut it. It's just not going to happen. And then the other note was the points off turnovers was four. Yeah. Because they only had eight turnovers. I mean, what happened to press you? What happened to the defense in, in this game? I mean, it was decent enough that we only lost by eight. But obviously... We just weren't – the one thing we weren't defending, and again, this lends us to it's just because of our the way that we run our defense, is the three. My God almighty. It was – that was so – you know, when we play, like, a good three team, like New Mexico State, like, it was the same thing. Like, their – yeah, their three-point percentage wasn't the best. It was 34. But, I mean, in in the first half, they had hit five of 13. And it's not amazing, but I feel like they were just hitting them – hitting them, hitting them, hitting them. One kid was four from nine. So that's great. Um, You know, I guess for me, it just felt like everything was sinking for them. And then just like nothing was sinking for us, you know? And it, it was just, we, it's hard for me to say this, but like we cannot, and this is just facts to me, we cannot compete with teams who shoot from the three and shoot well from the three, and we and we're and we're struggling. 
And we can't even get into the paint. We had 26 points in the paint. Yeah. And then we couldn't even, we kept trying to shoot from three. I mean, we were six of 23. That is not good. That is not good. Not good. Nigel, I love you, but you went for two and you made none of them. Uh, first game back, I'll give it to you. But David, one of seven? Yeah, that's not like him at all. And he normally no. doesn't shoot that many of them either. So that was, that was my biggest thing. And that was my biggest note was the fact that we were just lobbing them up there with like, with a prayer, hoping they would go down. Like it just wasn't happening. And they just kept going and going and going. And I'm like, I think unfortunately that's like a usual thing that happens when you play a team that's hitting from the outside a lot is you feel like this pressure to try to take them. Yes. You know, and especially since I know trail was still kind of coming back up his wrist. I don't know if they felt like they had to try to overcompensate and try to make some, but yeah, they just weren't falling for us at all. No, they weren't. And then the other big note I had from this, was the announcers, bro. I have so many notes on the announcers. Well, then we'll put a pin in that. We'll come back to that. Um, let's see. We only had, we had, we, we blew through our timeouts. We had one timeout left with nine minutes left. Blew through our timeouts in that second half. Okay. I have a note about a timeout and listen, I, there's no way for me to know whose, whose fault this was and where the responsibility lies, but we literally, came right out of a timeout that we called and got a shot clock violation. And I'm like, yeah. And even Rob was like, I'm pretty sure they probably just talked about this in the timeout. How many, cause they like, we had like five seconds left on the shot clock or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelly cook says, it seems like that's the way it always is. We start throwing the ball at the basket. Yeah. I think, I do think that just happens sometimes with no hope of it going in. She says, yeah, yeah for sure. I think a lot of times that happens when you play a team that, is hitting the three or even just getting a lot of open looks is that then you like feel the pressure to get into that same game. And that's just not typically our game. I'm not saying we don't have people who can shoot threes because we do, we have some great three point shooters. Um, it's I just, mean, they're not. You know, our best. JJP can throw down a good three. David can. David I mean, can. Well, Nana and Calvin, they may not take many, but they're going to make them when they do. But like, Mm-hmm. We just aren't a collective team that our usual strategy is to score off the three. So we don't have one consistent guy who that anytime he gets the ball beyond the arc, it's going in. Just, I think Troll can be that guy when he's healthy. Yeah. Homeboy's cool. wrist is hurt right now. It's just not. Shall I say, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, is that. All of yours except for your announcer notes. Um, announcer note. My other note was um, the fact that we were down six with 47 seconds left and we still couldn't. We were so close. We were just so close. Um, and then the it's my main issue, my other main issues were, yes, the announcers. So my two, my two notes there were one, that they were butchering the shit out of our names. Like, it just not even close. Not even close. I know you have more to say on that, so I'll let you go off on that. And then the other thing that they said, and I wrote it down because I was just blown away by this comment, was that 
I know Gavin had a decent game. You know, he had a he had a double double. Wonderful, love it, beautiful. Okay. But they were all over his dick, man. The saying that he had, he has like some of the best footwork they've seen down below. And I'm sitting there like, are they watching the same fucking game I am? <laughs> I, I just dude. I don't know if you heard that comment, but I, 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 I was just flabber. I was like, okay, like, yeah, he's having a decent game, but like, just to say that he has really good footwork down below, I, I'm just like, where, bro? I think maybe that was like the biggest highlight of the game. So they were really capitalizing on it. Had to have. Nothing else for good for to talk about with SFA at the moment. So let me talk about Gavin Kensmill's great footwork below. You mean, I'm sorry. No, never mind. I'm not going to jump to a note from the next game. No, no, don't jump. Don't jump because I knew what you were going to say. Yeah. There I mean, again, <laughs> Gavin had a great game. He, he kept us in there for as long as he could. He had a double-double. More power to him. Good for him. But to say that he has really, really amazing footwork down below, knowing what we've seen from previous games, I'm sorry. No. Like, maybe he had good footwork for that game, but not consistently. So, well, that's no. probably the only one they watched, so I guess. Well, yeah, right. but yeah, but anyway, uh, they they saw they said that, and I just honestly wanted to throw up. Anyway, continue. Okay, so my first thing with the announcers, and maybe I didn't hear them correctly, but I swear they mentioned something about Raw T coming off the bench, and I'm like, they did. I don't know who you're talking about, bro. But like, first of all, when Raw T was actually playing, he was starting, so mm-hmm. that was never an arrangement. So I don't know what y'all are talking about. Um. I think maybe they were trying to talk about Day Day instead of Rati and Step Accident. They absolutely butchered David's last name. And they said Emmaus wrong, which I'm like, that's a city. You can look it up. I said, like, I don't even remember how they said it. I really can't. Um, they mispronounced Suriname, which I'm like, again, that's a country. You could Google it's it. Like, country. Figure out how to pronounce that correctly if you didn't know how to to begin with. Um, and then this everything is everything we could have done a pronunciation for everything. Yeah. And then this isn't necessarily the announcers, but whoever like puts up the, um, starting lineup, they had Calvin's last name spelled wrong. I missed that. I didn't see that. They spelled it S O L O M A N instead of M O N. And I'm like, <laughs> that's not how you spell it. I've never seen someone with that last name spelled that way. And I'm also, I'm also like super biased to pick up on that being spelled wrong because that's my mother's maiden name. And I'm like, that's spelled wrong. Not correct. Um, oh, well, then really my only other ones. Uh, okay. So when they made that three on the buzzer going in halftime, I was just like. Cut. Like I was, I literally was about to call time of death there. Honestly. That's what, that's exactly what I, when I felt like, okay, that's, that's ah. all we needed going into halftime to like jazz them up for the second half and it's that's just not it's just not a and again I've said it before a million times that like no one play or possession makes the game but like Mm -hmm. because there's any shitty thing in the entire game that could add up um but that that's one that like really gives them a little boost and that's just like you don't want to let them hit a three rep right on the buzzer going in that is such a juice booster going into the half oh my god no that was so, the worst possible thing that could have happened. I wasn't happy with that. And then I just felt like 
I really felt like the main the main problem that we had is we just let them have too many easy buckets, too many threes. There was a bunch of like baseline and back door where we just let them have it. And I'm like, if they didn't look, I mean, listen, they looked better than I expected them to, but they didn't look good enough to beat us. Like we just let them have easy stuff. Where I'm oh, like, okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna let them have all that, then you're not you're not gonna be able to make a comeback. No, no. One of my last things I wrote on my notes was this. I said bad, bad, bad. We cannot and will not get to Vegas or and or play well in Vegas playing like that. Because if we can let a team like that beat us like that, they played good, but you're right. They did not play amazing to where we couldn't beat them. Like we they were, were, I didn't feel like they were better than us. Like I really no. Another game that we definitely shot ourselves in the foot and beat ourselves. Yeah. Another game, another game, you know, and, and that kind of goes along with, with my, uh, my game analysis word. If you want to go first. So I haven't even put one in yet, but um, I'm just going to say snooze only because I just, I just felt like there was just a lot of stuff that like it was, it wasn't the basketball that I'm used to them seeing. And I actually really did fall asleep, um, which literally anyone who knows me first well there's there's two sides of that coin like I never fall asleep during games but I also am like self-diagnosed narcoleptic so it could happen at any time but we just weren't looking good I wasn't feeling good I just wasn't feeling it and I was just like this is not going to end well and I, I didn't have the like energy to hang on you're I'm dead because you really are narcoleptic dude I'll look over and you'll be passed out out of nowhere. Like you were awake one second and now you are snoozing the next. And I'm just like, I was like just I talking to you. Be sitting straight up mid sentence and then be like, <laughs> seen it, seen it. Okay. So I didn't write mine down, but this is mine. It, it was, it was, it was, if this is a word, I don't know. I'm making a word. I don't really care, man. It's juiceless. Like there was, there was nothing. Like it was, yeah, we outscored them in the second half, but there was just, if we would have just shown a little bit of oomph, 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 a little bit of effort, a little bit of fire, a little bit of passion going into that second half could have easily made up those points easily. But it was, yeah, there was just, there was nothing, there was nothing going on that showed me that they were ready to like put their foot down and really like not come in the mouth. Cause they easily could have, they, they this team, this team was not shooting their best. They were shooting literally. Well, let me go back and remind you their field goal percentage was 44% and their three point percentage was 34%. You know, they had 28 points in the paint and we had, and we had 26, like we were pretty evenly matched. They had 14 and we had 14 bench points. They had 17. The only big difference was the fat points off turnovers, you know? So if we would have just held on to the damn ball, and not turned it over yeah. 16 times, and they only turned it over eight. If we'd have just held on to the ball and, you know, put a little bit more effort into the game, it would have been a whole different story because there was no – that was such an easily winnable game. I, uh, I agree. Doubling the other team's turnovers is never good. Yeah. 
Shelly says, the only game I've seen that passion this season was the Grand Canyon game. Something is missing this year. You know, I know we've, we've had our ups and downs, but yes, the Grand Canyon game was the passion that I know that they have. So 100%. Hopefully we can get on track to see that every game because. And, and I so agree. Like I just, I, I'm, I just, I would love somebody to understand or to explain to me the differences between that game and that passion and the fact that, okay, that is the pinnacle, what we can see this team do and really shove it down people's throats. And then the same thing, it's like question mark, New Mexico, what happened there? Next game, you know, what happened? It's just the same thing. And then we come up to the game that, you know, after this game we play, you know, we go down and play CBU, which is obviously the next game we'll talk about on the next podcast same thing, you know, like that, that game had a different outcome and that was a lot better of a game, but Holy moly. I just don't, I don't get it. I need someone to explain it to me how it can go from like absolute, like rage fest, passionate playing all cylinders to just kind of bull. Yeah. It's, you know, it is mystifying, but I always have to remind myself, like, we don't know what, what's going on in the, we don't or backstage, whatever you want to say. So. We don't. And everybody likes to assume that we know. We don't know Dick. <laughs> Unless someone physically tells us what is going on back there, A, we probably aren't going to repeat it. And B, no one really tells us that stuff because, I mean, it's just not something you tell people. <laughs> Something was different, so hopefully they realized what the what the missing key in the equation is. And Shelly says, I don't understand either. We have the talent for sure, but something is off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, all, all we can do is hope they figured out the the part of the equation that's not jiving and it'll be yeah. better going forward. I mean, we're halfway through conference now, so now's the time to figure out the, <laughs> the magic sauce and you know, and to quote Sean Clinch from that last game or that last podcast we did with him. You know, February is where teams make or break, you know, like if we can't get our shit together this Thursday for the first game in February, I just don't know. You know, there's only 10 teams making making conference. There's two teams that are not eligible for postseason. So there's really only one team that is going to be left out, I believe. And at the moment, it's probably going to be Lamar. No offense, Lamar. Sorry. <laughs> it's not good. Um, so, I mean, we're most likely unless some kind of drastic ridiculous thing happens knock on wood i mean we're going to vegas just a matter of how many games we get to play that's that's the main one that that's the main thing so it's just it's just going to be up in the air it's going to be up in the air it's going to be questionable and i don't like that i i would like and someone I forget, I was when I was watching the other game, the CBU game with my brother and his friends and my family in my brother's garage. Literally, one of them asked me, like, well, why did you move? Like, you you were so used, you guys were winning all the time in South End Conference. Like, you could have just stayed there and just, you know, fucking ran the show. And I was like, you're right, we could have. But we can't just stay there our whole lives. Yeah. We'll be just, like, literally spinning in circles our whole lives. And just and and not challenging ourselves and not moving up to a to bigger, better things and better conferences. Is it gonna suck for a while? Potentially. We knew that going in. Go back and listen to our podcast this this the year we found out we were moving to the WAC. Go back and listen. We said this multiple times. We did. 
Uh, fourth quarter, Lady Jacks are still up 44 to 34, six minutes left. Go, Lady Jacks. Go, Lady Jacks. Let's go, baby. If anything, we know who for sure as shit is going to be playing towards the end of that conference tournament. Yeah. Lady Jacks. They are on fire. Fire. Okay, so a uh, couple reminders. Again, uh, we do have a home game coming up here on Thursday at uh, – what time is the home game on Thursday? 6.30? Yep. 6.30 on Thursday. Uh, we are playing uh, Utah, I believe. Yeah, Utah Valley. So the so Utah Valley is coming to uh, SFA and the Sawmill. It's going to be student appreciation night and free pizza. I'm not for us, but – for, for students. So get, get your ass to the games, please. Um, Shelly, but how is Sam still doing so good? They haven't had an issue. Ugh. For those who aren't watching live, me and Jacqueline literally at the same time just did the shrug emoji. I'm doing the shrug. Literally, I look like the shrug emoji girl because I'm wearing a purple shirt. And I'm like, you do. Don't know. You are spot. Shall I, girl, I wish I knew. I wish I knew what their secret sauce is right now. All of a sudden, out of absolute nowhere left field, Sam Houston is just running on all cylinders. And I don't know if it's just all could finally coming together for them and 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 making sense. Did Putin make a deal with the devil? I don't know. I think after they beat us, they just kept trucking along upwards. Really which did. is which is not wrong. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we're always everybody's biggest game, you know? So it's like, you know, they beat us and it's a big surge because they're like, oh, we just beat SFA. We don't normally do that. So we're, yeah. You know what I mean? And Shelly said, she, I just busted out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. Um, but yeah, so home game on home, home game on Thursday, six thirty, playing the Valley, Utah Valley. Um, should be a good game. I forget where you. I think Utah's right above us, or if not, like similar to us in the standings. Um, let me go check really, really quickly where they're at currently in the standings and how they've been playing and how they've been doing. Um, yeah, they're literally like right above us. So you got Grand Canyon and then you have Utah Valley right above us. So, um, it's going to be a good game. Let me see who Utah's played so far in conference. And then we'll see how <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. So they've played ACU. They played Tarleton. They lost to ACU by four points. They won against Tarleton. They won against Dixie state. They lost to Seattle. 71-65. They lost to CBU by two points. That's going to be a pretty evenly matched game, I think. I think so, too. I, I really do. They beat you. They beat uh, Rio Grande, and, and they beat uh, uh, Lamar, and then they just beat um, Chicago State. So I, they literally – I literally, I feel like it's the same. It's the same thing. Like they literally come and play us, and then they go play Sam Houston, then they go play Grand Canyon, then then they go play New Mexico. Yeah, I, it, I feel like it's the same damn schedule. It's just wild. Okay, so yeah, they're gonna come and play us, and then play Sam, then GCU, then New Mexico. Um, 
And then they're playing Tarleton again, Dixie State again, da 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 again. Um, <laughs> I swear. So yeah, we have the that game coming up, and then on Saturday, the fifth, we are playing uh, Dixie State at home as well. So just a couple things to keep you guys apprised of. That is Kids Day, and it says something about SFA pillowcases. Not sure if that is a giveaway to everybody or to students. No idea. Maybe it's a Kids Day pillowcase. I don't know. Sure, but I want one. I want one too. So Surely they'll have plenty. Hopefully we'll get one. Surely they'll have plenty. Anywho, so that's coming up. Uh, Saturday games at 2 o'clock. Also, Saturday is going to be another tailgate. So if you are going to be in town, please, please, please come out to tailgate. A part of the Ambassador Assembly weekend that Jacqueline and I are, are big a part of um, this weekend. So Friday and Saturday, we're going to be busy doing that stuff. Um. And then, of course, Saturday, like I said, we're going to have a tailgate out there probably around the same time we were out there for New Mexico. I'm sure it'll be like around noon is when they'll get started. Yeah, it'll it'll be noon or later since we go until noon for the assembly. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, anyway, so yeah, so that's what's coming up. Excited about that. Um, I think we – we'll, Jacqueline and I will just talk and see what we decide on about doing the – uh, what did you, oh, Shelly says? I want one of those Whataburger basketball goals. I could, I could put it on my office door. <laughs> I would love one too, but that means that I have to go out on the court and probably potentially embarrass myself. So I'm probably going to say no to that. <laughs> if someone could just tell me where I could buy one, but that's probably not going to happen either. Cause here we are. Here we are. Um, Anyway, so Jacqueline and I are going to figure out if we're going to do another one tonight or if we're going to put it off for tomorrow. We'll discuss, and then we'll post on the twits. Um, but, yeah, so that's pretty much about it for tonight. Make sure that you guys are following us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, the big three. And uh, don't forget to get those my plates. Classic win-win. Get the sweet plate. Show off your SFA pride. The athletic teams get about 50% of the purchase price. When you buy the five-year SFA purple plate from MyPlace.com, SFA Athletics takes in almost $250 from that purchase. It's a fun, easy way to support your teams. We love our MyPlates. They are purple, they are beautiful, and they are sharp as shit. So okay, well, i got to tell the best story about mine. I just remembered this. I don't even think I told you this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shelly says, y'all have a great night. Y'all are awesome. You are awesome too, Shelly. Hey, Shelly, listen to Jacqueline's story. Okay, go ahead. This is the best story, y'all. Okay, so on Saturday, I was just having like a chill weekend here because I wasn't really feeling that good all week, and I just have so much stuff coming up. So <clears throat> one of my girlfriends here in Tyler was like, oh, let's go try this new little place for brunch. And it's not like a, it's not like a dressy like drinks and brunch place. It's just mm -hmm. it's called like Great Harvest Grain Bread Company or something. And they just have little oh, like, breakfast sandwiches and coffees and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up and do my run and then I'll shower and we can go have brunch. Well, when I'm in NAC, when I run with my group, we run at 6 a.m. But y'all, when I'm here by myself, not quite that ambitious to get up that early. So I set my alarm for seven, didn't end up starting my run till nine. So then I'm like, <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to shower and put on some yoga pants and a sweatshirt. I'm not doing my makeup. I'm not going to see anybody I know. It's fine. So we're sitting there having 
our lovely little brunch. Literally. So one of my mother's best childhood best friends who lives in Big Bend. She doesn't even live anywhere near Tyler. Um, came was like going somewhere else and came through Tyler to see her daughter. I haven't seen this woman in years. And so she like she doesn't even know what I drive because I mean, I literally haven't seen her in years. Um, we just follow each other on Facebook occasionally. Right. She pulls up. She sees my car in the parking lot with the personalized SFA plates that say Parton. And she's like, oh, has to be Jacqueline. That's the only person I know who this would be. So she comes in and is like, hey, I saw your car in the parking lot. And I knew that had to be you. And I'm like, yes, it was. So, I mean, it was really nice to see her. And so we had to take a little picture to send my mom, my grandma, my aunt. And be like, look who I bumped into. But I'm like, of all the days, literally, I like just ran. I just took a shower, threw on some yoga pants. I'm like, I'm not going to see anybody. And then she literally knew I was there because she saw my car that she doesn't even know what I drive. But she saw the plate. So she knew it was me. <laughs> I'm telling you, we can't hide with these plates, dude. Can't go anywhere. No matter where we're at, we cannot hide. Can't. Like I- I don't even know when the last time was that I, I saw this lovely woman in person, but she saw my car and was like, Oh, Jacqueline's here. I tell you what, it's just, it's, I don't know how many times I've, I've been out and about driving around town or, I mean, hell, even, even in the woodlands and, you know, people recognize the SFA plate and they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But especially here in town, like they'll pull up beside me honk and be like, Hey, I see you, Alex. Or they'll text me a picture of my license plate because they're behind me. And I'm like, and for the record, it doesn't say Millix. <laughs> it is me, Alex. It is the second half uh, of the podcast. You dumb dumbs. The CBU fans would probably pronounce it Millix, which we'll get to in the next episode. Don't worry. I'm going to have so much fun with this. So much fun. Okay, hold on. Last good note of the day. I just have to show y'all because listen, I never paint my own nails because I always mess it up. Always. Literally, I painted my nails yesterday. Did not mess them up. Is that not amazing? So proud of you. Uh, Shelly says, I can't even go to Walmart my PJs. I see my students everywhere. Nowhere to hide. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like I have been used to living in NAC my whole entire life where my whole family's from NAC. I went to high school in that area, went to college there. I know everybody. I was involved in everything. And like Tyler, I kind of feel like it's my little safe spot where I can like go out and maybe not see anyone I know. And then literally like woman who grew up with my mother in Central Heights and now lives in Big Bend is going to wander in and be like, hey. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, I look terrible. Hello. (laughs) Oh, well. Typical. That, here we are. That's life. That's life. Anyway, so I love that story, and I'm glad you didn't mess up your nails either. Um, I can't believe I forgot that story, but that, that was so wild. That's funny. That's funny. All right. It is close to the 9 o'clock hour. It is 53 degrees out on a clear night in Nacogdoches, as my Google uh, was telling me. So I'm just giving you the weather forecast. Um, again, we're supposed to get some wild ice or something ice storm coming and end of this week. I'm not looking forward to this. Hopefully this doesn't mess up our Thursday plans. Hope it doesn't mess up our (laughs) everything plans. So 
Fingers crossed. Much love. Everyone stay safe. Stay warm. I need to get out of the sunroom because I have the heater on in here and I'm burning the absolute F up. I've got to get out of this room. If you can't tell, my face is like red as hell. Anyway, so we got to go. Got to go. All right. Everybody have a great night. Love you. Man. And always remember, Axe some jacks. Without some jacks. Bye, Bye, Shelly. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody.